Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flying to all you niggas. <laughs> you understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. This Taylor gang and die. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. <laughs> Ow, it hurts to laugh. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am your world traveler, Marissa Mendez, <laughs> with a fractured nose. Um, I'm back. Franny's here. Hey, what's up? Did we get a sound effect? Did you, like, think of one yet, Fran? No. I thought Prime was going to come up with one. Is he, are you just saying because he looks like Funk Flex? Or <laughs> 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 maybe it's going to be, I, told, I thought it was going to be Future. going to say Super. Oh, oh, yeah. See? Or like, I thought, I, thought that's what we, I thought that's what we decided. Or like Jay Z when he's like super ugly. No, that's yeah. <laughs> what did I, we get on this poor dog last night? Excuse me, Smalls. That's not a place for you. Um, Ariella's here. Joyce is here. Prime is here. Hi. Do you guys know who's not here? And who's not gonna be here? Why do you sound like Nicki Minaj? Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's because my lips know are who's not here. Because my, my lips are swollen. That's why. But yeah, her mouth was was like messed up the last couple of months. So my mouth, Nikki's. Yeah, Nikki's. Remember, oh. like. She oh yeah, she got her teeth done. Teeth done. She yeah. Oh really? She got yeah. her teeth done. Yeah, she was talking like she had dick in her mouth for like two months. Oh, anyway. Taylor has officially headed out <laughs> back east. And now we don't have Taylor here anymore with us, guys. Aww. He's with us in spirit. And he'll be still helping out the squad every single week. And when we make money, Taylor gonna make some money. But Was that um, a shot? No. What, what was that supposed to be a shot at? Nothing. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I literally don't understand. Um, but I do want to say that we truly appreciate everything Taylor has done for us on his show. And I'm really fucking sad. And last night we had like a little going away celebration for him. <laughs> I ate and then slept through it. You did. But you know what? I was actually glad because we weren't able to catch up, which is what I didn't want to do anyway, because I wanted to right. catch you up on the show. Right. So um, it actually worked out. Yeah, no. We didn't really get a chance to talk at all. Yeah. And I just ate hella pizza. And then... He literally died. <laughs> I literally, I looked I over dead. at Fran and he, him and the dog were both sleeping. I was dead. <laughs> it was over. But in my defense, I had just came from running like three and a half miles. Yeah, and he said so he was faded as fuck. I was. I was high as shit. I was high as shit exactly. too. You're so quick with the uh, with the sounds, Prime. I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> See, like if this would have been like a drunk day, I would have said, "Oh, I'm high as shit," and it would have been like, "Fuck weed and bitches, bitches, bitches." Like it wouldn't have went with what I said. said so yeah. So anyway. Anyways, but back to the Taylor thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that I love you, Taylor, and I'm I'm really sad. Uh, I think that Taylor's. Farewell parting speech was really funny. He basically was like, you guys, I wake up in the middle of the night and do shit for you all the time. I'm out. And literally all of us were like, Taylor, you painted my bathroom. Taylor, you picked me up at 2 a.m. Taylor, Taylor you, you dropped off my keys in the middle of the night. <laughs> Taylor, you randomly go get Mexican food with me for the last year. <sighs> Taylor is literally the definition of like a ride or die. Seriously. And you can tell how 
amazing of a person Taylor is and how caring of a person is just by the fact that like his friends care about him so much. Too. They flew out here yeah. to drive back with him and one of them is riding his bike back. No, seriously. Well, that's across the country. They're riding a motorcycle. And just so you guys know, Taylor's going to nursing school and I feel like he's going to be the best fucking nurse ever. Pause. What? What? Because that being is a, homophobic. Being a nurse, being a nurse is like, you know. No. That is, <laughs> I was just going to say he's gender. the most, like he's the most caring, like I, I, he, I feel like that's the most no, perfect know, fitting role for him. I know male nurses, but I just always pause it. I don't know. That's actually the perfect segue into my story overseas. Okay, Because Martha. it involves a couple RNs. Okay. A couple. <laughs> that are men. So it just works out. Okay. So last week we didn't have a show because Marissa Lynn Mendez was getting her first two stamps on her pretty little passport. I went overseas to tour. Smalls. We're telling a story here. And Man. I know Smalls is like, yo, I've heard this fucking story eight times already at the house. I'm sick of it. Smalls is a dog, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't hear his- A dog, spoiled dog. He is. Come here, Smalls, if, so she can shut the fuck up. Um, so I, my friend was touring overseas and I hit him up and I was like, yo, I want to come out. And he was like, yo, come. So I went. That's hot. Yeah. And uh, we started off, I landed in Amsterdam. And then we traveled to Brussels the next day. That night there was an uh, after party in Antwerp. Then the next day was Paris and I came back. Oh, we also hit Tilburg at some point in the Netherlands. And um, so the infamous situation of my trip though happened in uh, uh, Brussels and then the after party in Antwerp. So we went to the club, they were hosting the party. And obviously we were in the VIP section. Everything is great on my story. I went from like just partying it up to the next story being me laying in a hospital bed. And exactly. So we're in the section. I'm in the corner minding my business. The boys are just all doing boy stuff in the club. And um, then it's time to leave. We, We put our drinks down. I actually was still holding my drink. And so I was walking out with my drink. And we get to the door. We don't walk out the door yet, but we're walking in like an elephant line. So it's the artist. I don't know who's in front of him, but then it's the artist. Then it's his security guard. Then it's me. And we're all holding on to each other in a straight line. So Marissa's told this story so many times. And every time she says elephant walk, all I can think about is something highly inappropriate. But you do know what I'm talking about, right? I do know what you're talking about. I just don't know if I would use the term elephant walk it's elephant line or elephant line that's exactly what makes sense when they they tie their trunk to the name what the exactly tail. do you think about Joyce? yeah like i don't i can't think of anything else other well, than the exact in the in in the white people world it which it, i don't live in we don't live in that world so <laughs> only thing i know about elephants is hello. it's like a frat term where you hold someone's dick you go, you you walk see, in a this, line and hold each see, other's dick. This, this, I this, never this, heard this of this. That's all. This is a complete <laughs> cultural thing because when she says elephant, all I think about is how big my dick is in my pants. I'm not worried about nobody That's holding it. Be, be, let's be. Remember, honest. we can't talk about dicks anymore because you found out I'm underage. Okay, right, <laughs> underage? right. I can't even talk to her about this shit. She's like 17. Yeah, like don't even talk to me about your dick either. So, bro, it's first fine. off, it's look. Here's the thing, black men. If we, if you say the word elephant, we're just automatically gonna go to our dick size. Cool. I don't think so. Prime. When I say elephant line, did you get what I was saying? 
I didn't even see it no. as sexual. <laughs> I didn't Prime even, shook I didn't his even head. see no. it as sexual. Does anyone, did anyone said, get what I was saying I when I say I knew line. what you were talking about, but in my head. You saw a bunch of guys holding each other's dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, we were like, holding like cloud. Like, hands. <laughs> we were holding hands in a straight line, okay? Okay, so continue. So it's artist, bodyguard, me. Everyone's holding each other. And then suddenly I get hit in the face. But I thought because, and I didn't see it, and still to this, none of us really saw it. I just couldn't see all of a sudden. And I, so I thought I probably walked into somebody with their holding their drink and I, I immediately felt stupid, but I had to like cover my eyes because it splashed into my eyes and I couldn't see. And I just figured it was mostly just because I have eyelashes on, the glue was dripping, you know, in a second I'll be able to like regain my vision or whatever. There was no pain? Not yet. Okay. So I think, and it was the shock of it too. Yeah, and yeah. I did feel, I did feel the pressure of it, but like, I think I was so embarrassed and concerned about the fact I couldn't see and worrying if my eyelashes are like falling off. That was literally all I was thinking about. So now this is where I don't know what happened. So I know I had the drink in my hand and I remember thinking I got to get rid of this because I'm trying to like cover my eyes, but I don't know if I dropped it. I don't even know if maybe I Well, Okay. So then I'm trying to still hold on to the bodyguard in front of me, right? So I have one hand covering my eyes, one hand holding the bodyguard. We get to the door. He lets go of me because now we're about to be outside. You don't need to be holding on to each other anymore. But when he lets go of me, I realize, like, I really can't fucking see. So I'm just grab, I'm grabbing into thin air, like, yo, I can't see, I can't see, and I'm yelling. And so, he, like, you know, we're still doing the, mel- like, the craziness of getting out the door. So we're finally all out the door. I still can't see, and now I'm starting to think, like, shit, I might be actually like something might be a little wrong or whatever. And then all the boys are like, yo, look at her, look at her. And then I hear my dude like, yo, sh- yo, she's fucking bleeding. And then that's when I took my, my hands away from my eyes real quick. And I looked down at my hands and everything was like blood everywhere. And then I fucking lost it. Then I felt all the pain. Then I realized like some shit happened, but I still, we still don't really fucking know. My first reaction after like looking at myself was like, oh, I got hit in the face with a bottle, obviously, or whatever. Upon like further like talking to people and like piecing, piecing pieces together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think it could have been a bottle because I only have one like n- thing on my f- nose. Your nose looks fine oh. from where I am right now. Yeah. It's just, Do you have it's anything on it right now? Makeup. Oh, yeah, you look good. Yeah. It's just a slice oh. in my nose and then it is a small fracture which we didn't find out until I went to the hospital. But um, but what actually hurts more is my lips. So what I, I see happen is like they hit me from like below. And so my teeth went into my bottom lip and then it got it went up there. So we're thinking too, like maybe someone just punched me and my own drink hit myself. Like we still don't know. We were talking. We think that it was these three girls that were trying to get into the VIP section and they were talking to one of the guys that was with us, and the guy told them, no, you can't come up, but here's some drinks. And the girls were like, we don't want your fucking champagne. We want to come in the fucking section. And they were, they were and he was like, no. And he had another girl with him. And um, I guess they were like, well, what about her? And he was like, nah, she's with me, da 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 And then I, we don't know if maybe, like, because I was the only girl walking out with them, they were just mad and hit me in the face. I don't know if they were trying to hit the artist and just, fucked up and hit me because the security was there and moved him too quickly like that's fucked up if they hit the artist <laughs> right <laughs> like, so we really I, I still i still legitimately don't know what happened 
Um, but uh, we, everybody was so cool. I started, I was crying and I was like, no, we have to get to Paris right now because every night on the tour, um, we would do the, the show and then <laughs> Smalls is just exploring right now. We would do the show and then we would leave each city at 2 a.m. So because of this, I was going to like delay the whole process because everyone was saying you have to go to the hospital. So I'm crying. I'm like, no, no, I'm going to hold us up. Da, 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 da. And the artist is like, yo, fuck our tour. Like, we need to make sure you're OK. Fuck all the other shit. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. But I'm still crying. And then he so he has like two really, really big bodyguards that he travels with, like manly men, big, burly bodyguards. And as I'm sitting in the front seat of our sprinter crying and waiting for the ambulance or whatever, they were all like, yo, wait, we forgot so-and-so is a registered RN. And I didn't know who they were talking about yet. And, oh, I couldn't hear myself. And then it comes up as one of the bodyguards that was one, a registered RN. And I don't know why it was so funny to me that he was a nurse because he's just like- He's some, a big ass Yeah, dude. just a big, mean, scary looking dude. Very nice guy. But um, it actually provided some comedic relief for me because in the middle of my tears, and I was also tipsy because we were in a fucking club, um, it made me laugh because I was like, wow, you're a nurse. And so that kind of like broke up some of the pain that I was in. <laughs> exactly. And uh, then the ambulance came and they kept questioning me like, were you drinking? And I was like, yeah, but what the fuck does that have to do with me bleeding in the face? Like I didn't fall and well, smash myself drinking also thins your blood so it does create like you know ah, whatever know. they were just badgering me and um choice with the medical tips <laughs> so then uh I, they were like okay we have to take you in the ambulance to the hospital and i was like no 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 i'm okay i'm gonna go like i don't want to go in the like it was just i didn't want to go to the hospital in a whole other country like it just didn't feel like the vibe i wanted to be on and they were like, no, you have to go. Like, we're not letting you out of this ambulance. And I was like, no, I want to leave. They were like, no. And I was like, whoa, this feels very like. So then um, he came to the uh, to the door. He's like, Marissa, what are they saying? And I was like, they want to take me in the ambulance. He's like, come on, you're going. So then he tries to get in the back with me. And um, they were like, no, you can't get in the back. Like, they were just so mean and angry. And then so then they had to get in the front. And then we went to the hospital and it was literally like the scariest looking hospital. Like it looked like from like a horror film that was like an asylum. Like it was just like one lonely bed, one lonely chair. There were no posters really on the wall. There was no tell. It was just like, what the fuck is this? And uh, they made me take x-rays before they even cleaned the blood off my face. So I'm still dripping blood and they have me in the x-ray room. And the way they do it in Belgium is like you or Brussels, wherever the fuck I was, you put your face up against this entire wall, an x-ray wall. But I'm trying to like balance myself because I'm tipsy, but I'm also trying to like make sure I don't like accidentally smush my face in the wall because my fucking nose hurts. Like, this. so it was a very strange process. They look and they see it's fractured. They're like, we're going to have to do surgery in like two to three days. And I was like, yeah, well, uh, I'm leaving in two to three hours, so we can't do any surgery. And then they were like, oh, okay, well, then we're going to write you these prescriptions and we're going to give you this letter about your x-rays. So they gave me the letter. It's all in Dutch. Great. Uh, the prescriptions, also in Dutch. And um, despite the fact they knew very well I only speak English. And then uh, they let me go. They finally cleaned my nose. And then I left. And that is how I ended up like that. Everyone that keeps asking me on Instagram. Oh. Yeah. Training your thoughts on my nose. 
Uh, I don't really have any. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I, when you said that you got hit by a bottle, I um, I immediately didn't think that's what happened. Yeah. Because I've seen bottle play. Yeah, and, it would have looked and crazy. It, it, and it, like, it literally slices. Your whole shit. Yeah, it, it, like, it would have yeah. just been your nose, like that right. little spot. So I was like, I don't think she got hit with a bottle. But, you know, we'll just maybe we'll it was, it maybe it was yeah. the drinky side of the bottle or something. <laughs> she, <laughs> just, she, just caught, she just caught this perfect spin action <laughs> on the bottle, on the tilt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, lucky you. Um but uh, yeah, I, I got a, I got a home, I got a, well, I got a couple homies that then took some face shots from from bottles, pause. But it's uh, you know, okay. it's, it's crazy. Yeah. So I, I still I'm glad you're all right. Me too. Um, and I went to a doctor here yesterday, and I'm still fucking mad about it. I just went to an urgent care. I was like looking up stuff, mm. and I don't have health insurance or anything, so I just went over there, and I, I found one that does X-rays because I figured they'd probably like not want to take the ones I had and would have mm-hmm. to like do them the, themselves or whatever. So I went there. They didn't want to take any x-rays or anything. They're like, we're going to refer you to uh, this great nose doctor that we know. Just gives me the business card. So it's not even like one of those official referrals that you mm-hmm. have to go to the doctor for. And then that was it. And they charged me $136 for that. <laughs> I was like, I literally could have fucking found this on Google. Yep. And then I told her, I was like, um, also, I don't know if the, the blood on my nose is like dried blood or is that the scab? Like, I don't want to pick. Like, I, I took off as much as I thought I could. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to like pick anymore. And then she like picks at it and I start bleeding again. I'm like, bitch, you should have just fucking left the shit. And then she gives me some band-aids and then she rewrote the Dutch prescription because the one word was the same in English and in Dutch. So I got that. It's like a antibiotic so that I don't get uh, an infection. Yeah, because it's basically, she said it's an open fracture since it's a wound and a fracture. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um. Sounds like a Sylvester Stallone movie. It was like. Coming but this summer, open fracture. <laughs> Starring Sylvester Stallone. Wow, you sounded like a whole different human just now. <laughs> um, but other than that, I didn't let it ruin my trip at all whatsoever. And I got out of the hospital after about two hours. And we got on the tour bus and we went to Paris. And I literally woke up in Paris like the MGK song. And uh, spent the day there. Had an amazing, uh, what do you call those? Caramel macchiato. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So you had, you had like tea time? Yeah, with a croissant. Very, very French. French. Yeah. And then my cousin, who is not literally my cousin, but it's literally like her grandparents were best friends. No, I'm sorry. Her parents were best friends with my grandparents. My dad then became best friends with her parents and her brothers. And like we grew up together. We're like eight years apart or something. We don't know. And she's a, she, was a, she was a supermodel when I was a kid. She, she, oh, why I can't hear myself. Okay. Can I ask super, a question? Can I ask yeah. a question? Have you guys ever thought about like, the real reasons that like parents and other people know each other like, oh, like families like, like you know how, like yeah you say your family friends oh right. i actually know about but really this. your dad was fucking her and <laughs> they just hella cool now so no. they call each other family. i'm not saying oh, that you not those no people. I'm, there's other I'm not situations that. like that i'm just but. saying just in general think about the ways that we no, know it's people. true and when our kids meet later on in life we're gonna be like oh yeah i've known her my whole life <laughs> really i used to be throwing a Throwing all kind of shit in their ass, you know, for... No, 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 this is true. I have friends who, growing up, they were, like, family friends with this other family. And then, like, recently they were like, yeah, you know, like, how I know blah, blah, blah's family? It's because, like, our parents are swingers. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. And, like, they used to have, like, uh, they would all stay with one babysitter. Like, all four kids would stay with one babysitter. And, like, 
the parents would go out and do something and then they'd come back and like later right. out they all found out that they were just swingers that's hard because yeah. because i'm gonna be friends with somebody's like you know i'm gonna have like a friend who's gonna have kids i'm gonna have kids and his son's gonna be like how do you know how do you know my mom be like how you should squeeze on her face but actually <laughs> i'm gonna say She's my very old okay. friend. <laughs> really, I used to squeeze on her face. Okay, so Marissa met her supermodel stylist uh, cousin. Yes, and it was really cool because, like I said, when I was a kid, like uh, she was modeling for like Sports Illustrated, Swimsuit Edition, and Louis Vuitton, and like Gucci, and literally all that shit or whatever. Did she know you were out there because of your Twitter? Well, my Instagram, yeah. She When I had landed in Amsterdam, she had messaged me, like, jokingly, like, come to Paris, LOL. And I was like, actually, I will be there in two days. And she's like, what? Because she lives in um, New York, but she was out there working for Fashion Week because mm, it was Paris Fashion Week while we were there. And so I haven't seen her since <laughs> high school, I think. And it was, like, so cool because, like, you know, your big cousin or your big whatever when you're little is still always going to be the coolest person to you even you're, when you're an adult, even if they're not even doing anything that cool right now, although she is. Um, so it was, like, such a big deal to me that she pulled up to, like, what I was doing. And, like, she doesn't really care about hip-hop that much. So I know she didn't really give two shits about, like, the concert. We watched literally one song, and then we just hung out backstage the whole rest of the time. Dope. And we, like, FaceTimed my mom so she could talk to my mom and, like, FaceTime my dad and... It was just like, and then she was just telling me how like proud she was of me. And it was just like, I don't know. It was just the coolest thing. Like, oh, she's proud of me. Cool. Like, I, it felt like so like validating and stuff. And her baby dad is like best friends with Hove. And I was like, cool, let's all hang out. Yes. And that was Stacy. And then I came home the next day and I didn't get to shower because tour life is insane. Marissa got home on a Saturday. No, on a Sunday. On a Sunday and texted me Tuesday evening saying, <laughs> I just showered for the first time in three days. Okay, well, first of all, whatever. I was sick and dying. So, Did so you wash your bed yet? Yes. Okay, good. So, Franny, you've been on tour, right? Yeah. So, like, Long fucking tour. what level of tour was this? Because, like, I know that mm -hmm. definitely there's, like, different experiences per the artist. Yeah. Uh tax bracket I guess no I yeah. don't want to say no, no, popularity sure. rather sure. so like his I mean and it's also different overseas because obviously in America when you're where you're from it's going to be a little bit mm, more a easier yeah a easier. so I mean like this was really cool though I know most situations regardless if you're leaving the city at 2 a.m. you're not going to get a hotel in that city or whatever nah, you usually get a day room yeah or they, they called it a shower room yeah a shower room day room yeah room. and yeah. so they they said like because there was 26 of us on a tour because it was like the tour bus, probably of, like four rooms or something. Yeah, like that. They, yeah, and they would get it like different hotels too, so yeah. like people had different areas because like yeah. there was the production bus and then our bus. Yeah, and production always is gonna leave earlier. Than exactly, else. they go ahead of you and everything yeah. like that. But so, and I never like cared about luggage. I never thought that was like a thing. And oh. then I saw everyone with like Louis Vuitton luggage and like. But did you did you not see? I was talking about this on Twitter the other day. I was like. I had to travel overseas to understand how important luggage is. Yeah, no, it's oh, so I important. Didn't see it. No, that is like so important. No, I, just, I was just tweeting about this. And, you know, because I have, I got a couple of homegirls that are going to Spain. And I was uh -huh. like, I'm trying to tell y'all, like, I spent like 600 on luggage last no, year. Totally. Like, you have to go buy That's good luggage. That's worth the investment. Yeah, it because, is. because literally, like, my, I mean, I, Africa, cute, like, I've been, and they be, it be going through a lot. Mm -hmm. And so you want to get Bruh, stuff that's My bag good. is like ripping at the bottom of the seams yeah. and shit. And like, honestly, I never, like it never embarrassed me. And like, there's certain things that I'm like, not my, my outfit always has to be on point with right. this, that, and a third. But like, 
luggage was just literally never something. And then yeah. I even still, my backpack is five years old, the fucking dingy, dirty cupcake backpack that I right. wear. And it's just because I love it. But then someone else the other day was like, yo, what is this? Like, why right. do you carry this? Right. And I never even thought about that either until I'm like, oh my God, I'm embarrassing myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, especially overseas. <laughs> like when you get into those like London pair, they be like. Bruh, and then like. What Maybe what you what down. people don't realize about tour, what people don't realize I'm such a pro now everyone I'm a to, I'm a tour pro like because you're doing these days in and out you got to shower inside the venue so you're parking at these venues you're taking your um, luggage off the bottom of the bus walking through the street with the shit upstairs to the venue going to shower in one of the three stalls that they have in the venue with all the other boys and girls you said three. Yeah, so one of them only had one. I'm, I'm about to say because I man, you guys maybe you guys not been playing bigger venues because okay. like those places that we was going. It, did you, you went overseas? To, did you? Were, were oh you, no, this was this was this was domestic. Oh, oh, our oh. tour was really long. Our tour was like I think we left out in September. We didn't get back till December. Oh my! It was God. like it was like 85 days or something. Bro, like that. I did four days and I, I like as much as I loved it and literally yeah. I had the time of my life. On Sunday, I was like, goodbye, everyone. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going the fuck home. No one call me later. So imagine, <laughs> imagine 85 days of that. Holy shit. 85, no breaks. Every oh night, my. some most some, some nights doubling up on shows, like doing a first show and a second show. Y'all never had one off day? I mean, we, you know, we did. I mean, you had oh. off days, but I'm saying, but it's just like, you just on the road though. Like, bro. You just living out of a, you living out of your suitcase. Literally living out of a yeah, suitcase. For three months. Ugh. Most tours like a month, maybe. We went out for three. We had, I think, we did fifty-seven dates in eighty-five days. And like you know, it and like again, I, I have obviously a billion friends in music. I'm oh, I'm very well aware that it's not glamorous, but like you don't really know until you're really doing it. Like that shit is some dirty. And then there there might be days you just don't get a chance to shower, and you yeah. are going Ow. like. Two days in the same clothes. Luckily, that wasn't my situation, but I could see how that could right. very easily become a very quick situation. Then, and then, there, then there's always the guy or the girl. Sometimes it's a girl who just cannot shit at the place. She can only I, shit on the bus. And no, like, oh no, I couldn't. I didn't go the whole time overseas. I didn't poop for four days. No, like it's crazy. Like it's always somebody that, that always wants to shit on the bus, and it's like you know the air be going. I'm like, yo, who keeps shit? Oh, our, we couldn't even flush toilet paper down there, so we couldn't. We definitely couldn't poop on the bus. Yeah, no, nah, it was somebody like I, we. Felt, we ended up finding out who it was, but it was, like they literally they were shitting on the bus every day. I like I get like stage fright with that, so like I definitely couldn't do it, and then like. I mean, I know you it's could performance go performance anxiety. Yes. Yes. And so like, right. I know you could go alone in the venue, but it was like in some of the venues, the shower room and the bathroom are like all there by the dressing room. Mm -hmm. And then, so it's like, Oh, they so probably going to see. Yeah. Go they in go there. in and like take a minute. So I'm like, I can't do it here. And then in Paris, finally it was like, a, there was the public bathrooms like wait, like not around them. And it was before the venue opened. So it would have just been me. But by the time I got there, my body was like, bitch, don't even try Just give up. Just stop. So mm -hmm. nothing happened. And it was just, I just had to wait literally until I got home in Studio City to go to the bathroom. That's so crazy. I know you was in there giving it up. Bruh, my, I had a fucking, I had, I was pregnant. I looked yeah, pregnant. I don't know how you do that. Like, I literally, like, I had, like. No, I, I wanted to. So at four o'clock in the morning, the night that we were in Paris, we were still waiting for everyone to get back to the bus from the after party. Our shower room was, like, supposed to be right next to this bus station. But like I said, you had to step, walk half a mile just to get out of it, which we didn't realize. Right. So we we tried to do that, and we had to walk through, like, this crazy, rapey, sketchy park. Like, 
Like literally okay. there was there was homeless people with bonfires. There was just rats crossing our paths. And it's like Have you guys seen that picture? It's like it's like a dark alley and it says like free hugs. <laughs> it's <laughs> it like, like that in Paris. And just imagine like oh, there's homeless people and there's like Paris homeless people. Like y'all might want to kill me. I don't okay, know. Parisian. Don't yeah, know. whatever. Parisian. Like I look like a lick, I'm sure. So I was like, I me or both and it was just me oh. and my homie. And he was like, All right, if if someone comes, like just start running. I'm like, bro, first of all, I can't run. Second of all, I really can't run because I'm in fucking slides. Like, I'm going right. to die right here. And this is how I'm going to die. They do. You do get robbed out there. No, I, I know. Got, I, okay. So when I was um, like 17, I was on a date in France. And this guy literally Casual. like went up to us with a knife and like was trying to rob the guy. And I didn't know what, what to say. They were speaking French back and forth. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like. Mm, 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 yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I, I don't know if I don't know if I'd be able to be robbed with a knife. Yeah. Well, know. we I were would. both seventeen-year-old kids, not, and the I'm guy not is a talking about you, Joyce. Obviously, <laughs> I rob you without a knife. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. I'm talking about me. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying I've been around too much gunplay. I'm like, yeah, yeah, put that knife away. Well, yeah. speaking of concerts, Marissa. Well, I wasn't done. Oh, because I was gonna say all that to say. <laughs> you went to a gunplay concert? No, uh, but some by, by the time Hello. I got to the hotel, finally, I. My I couldn't I couldn't poop anymore because I just went through so much trauma to get there <laughs> that oh. <laughs> it was just a worthless walk. Wait, so when you got when you when you got home? No, when I got because remember we were walking through the rapey park oh, to get yeah, to the hotel yeah, okay, just gotcha. to you to poop. Gotcha. Did he know that you were doing that to poop? Yeah, he knew because he had to go too. It was just us. We were just oh. like, yo, let's just do this, and he went, but I couldn't go. Oh. It was very tragic. I'm really good at poop. I can just I can't believe I'm even saying this on air. Like even. The word poop because like this whole that whole type of talk is disgusting. How often to me. do you guys shit? See, we're going too far. I should every morning. We're going too far. Every morning? We're every going morning. too far. Okay. Me too. I said that uh, we're done. We're so done you here. don't want to tell us <laughs> No. <laughs> no, because okay, I Marissa, hate, you shit at least once a day. Just say yes. Ugh, I literally hate this so, kind of talk. No, the only reason so I was able to say it was because it was part me? of a bigger story. So can you just tell me that you no, shit once a day? No, we're not talking about poop but on do this you show. Shit once I again. love talking. I feel like I'm like the only person and Cardi B who loves talking <laughs> about poop all the time. Hey, I, I, I feel like girls always like, I don't I don't shit. I'm like, oh, I totally shit. Dude, like, I be trying to tell girls. Yo, do you think Cardi B is going to perform at the title concert? Very good. We don't know. Switch. Thank you. You think she will? Um, a title concert. Did she do it last year? Title the title X concert that's happened in Brooklyn on October twenty third. Um, yeah. Is she gonna shit there? I, I have a feeling that I she you. might be performing there. She just did that other really dope concert for charity. Oh, Global Citizens thing. And this oh, title yeah. concert is um a benefit concert. It's. In oh Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you know what else is gonna happen at that con? Well, if there is this event at the concert, what? Dick sucker, she winning. I don't understand. You haven't you? seen it? That's all she ever talks about is how if they do a dick sucking contest, she winning that shit. Who? Cardi fucking B. I literally. Don't I don't understand know what you're talking, what you're talking about. about, but um. I have a feeling that she might be performing at this concert. I mean, like, she hasn't done many concerts yet, and then like. Last, last, I mean, they had like Stevie Wonder do this before and yeah, what Nicki you call Minaj. It? I want to go, but what is it? October 23rd? October 23rd. I don't really have anything to do that day, so I might go to New York, but if not, I think, are they streaming it? Uh, they are streaming it. it there's going to be a live stream on their website. Nice. No, it's going to be on, I thought Brooklyn. it was C-SPAN. Uh, N-C-SPAN? MSNBC or something like that? Mm, something. No. I think it's just. I, I think it's title.com slash Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, either it, one. 
It is a charity performance. Okay. So um, I need Cardi B on this lineup. I need who else do I love? Who do I love? Six nine. Can we put him on there? Hell you no. love He's six nine? I don't love six nine, but I'd like to see him perform. Is that um, weird? Who else do we want on this lineup? I want Tory Lanes. Uh, you know what lineup <laughs> for another concert that looks dope? What, Joyce? <laughs> the Mac Miller Celebration of Life concert. If they could just take that lineup and put it onto this lineup. Oh, so they should put SZA in Ty. Oh, Ty Dallas sign. Why didn't anyone say that when I said, who do I love? Why did no one say that? It was them. Because you love so many people. I literally only love Ty Dallas sign. And I am Sue, who they're not putting on this, or Pilo, or Guap Dad 4000. Yeah, None keep of going, keep going, keep going. Why? I don't know. I just feel like you're going to keep going. <laughs> like, I only love Kelly. one person, Ty. Oh, wait, Sue, <laughs> Pilo, Guap Dad, um, uh, R. Kelly. And just, <laughs> <laughs> Smalls. That's right. <laughs> well, that's everyone that I love, so that's fine. Anyway, so. Carter I would five. love to go out to that. Oh. Okay. Do you guys think R. Kelly really peed on people? Yes, and F I think that's There's actually a video <laughs> of it. Are you? I'm just, being, I'm just asking. That's what, that's what you guys. <laughs> you know what though? Okay, I think that wait, I think that's fire. And also, when you were talking about swingers earlier, that mm -hmm. dad talking about R. Kelly. Like, I want to try that too. Swinging? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Okay. The guy from Chicago, he told me that he goes to swinger clubs, and he's coming to L.A. soon, and we're gonna try it. And wait, there, well, I know there's a swingers club in LA, but yeah, oh, there's hella shit. There's this website called FetLife.com. Called what? FetLife, oh, like fetish for sure, okay. like whatever. Gotcha. And so, like, but it's like the real king community, like for real people that really do this shit. Some for a lifestyle, some mm -hmm. just for fun. So there's like it lists like every like either swingers clubs or like BDSM party. BDSM, yeah, BSDM. BDSM. BDSM. The parties that they be having, or there's like swinger parties. Uh -huh. There's like spanking parties there's they had a circle jerk weird. party which was just for men to that's stand in a circle and jerk their dicks it's like a real thing oh my god there is this fetish guys okay i was listening to this um podcast about how there's a fetish where guys like to feed women so that they get fat and they get sexual pleasure from having control over someone's weight oh yeah that's a thing so they literally just like postmate you food and like Get, like feed you and yeah. watch you eat it because they like to see you get fat and soft. Have like soft the is who, their goal. Have you guys seen the guys who like to be like stuffed by big women? <laughs> what? Like, like they like to be smashed. It's like it's, it's like it's like a, it's like a like a face sitting oh. fetish. Like oh, like but they smothered like, they like, is what yeah, you're saying. I mean, yeah, smushed, whatever. Or mm, um, very different. But they're like these these humongous sumo wrestling looking bitches who sit on their faces and like almost kill them. Damn. I think there's actually been a couple of cases of like people dying. Oh, I do remember <laughs> one know, person dying. No, playing. literally the woman suffocated her skinny yeah, husband. Yeah, because she was trying to, you know, get it popping. I mean, I'm all into different fetishes. That's not really applicable to me. Okay, so wait. So, okay, Joyce, what's your fetish? My, I like to be tied up. Do you really? Yeah. So wait, so nice. this is something so you already okay. done. I, yeah. Um, I... Also, really like having public sex slash like car sex. I just think it's really fun. Not that I like having sex in a car because that's pretty ass, <laughs> but I like the idea of having sex in public and like I haven't ever actually been watched, but that feels like it could be cool. But I definitely like being tied up and I definitely like having wax board on me. 
Everything I I like, I've never done. <clears throat> like okay, I'm, so. I want to try a bunch of shit, but I've done. Uh, I'm mostly just like threesomes, which is top funny. five, top five, top five. Uh, top five things I want to do. Hey, whatever you want to do, baby, it's your world. I mean, I tried the peeing thing one time. It's definitely it. That, and I'm not trying to be you. Come <laughs> exactly. on. That it, <clears throat> it it wasn't like. It sucked. It was just literally like we'd already had sex and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's just try it. And then so then he was like, let's go in the shower and let me pee on you. Yeah. And then we were just like, well, that's cool. And then that was it. So that wasn't we didn't do it right. I don't think Um, I would try it again, but it has to be like, I don't know. We got to like drink water all day. I don't know. It's I don't know. Um, I definitely want to be tied up. It's fun. If if you get the when the person who did it to me, it was like very spontaneous the uh-huh. first time that he did it and he did it like with I was wearing like pajama bottoms and he like took my pajama bottoms off and like tied me with those. Hot. And I was like, oh, shit, like this is really hot. Like, I like spontaneous stuff, too. Like when you're cooking in the kitchen and then they just shove their dick in your butt. That's I like nice. that. Or your mouth. Yeah. Or, uh, I don't really like sucking dick. So. I love sucking dick. I want to. um. <laughs> I want to go to like one of those swinger clubs or whatever and then have him watch me get fucked. Mm, I want to like watch. Like cuckolding. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. Oh, that's what that means. Okay. Or it's um, hot wifing. Okay. And then I want to watch him fuck somebody while I just sit there. I would not want to watch that. Oh, Kill the bitch. I love that shit. I go run up to her and stab her. And I don't know. One day I want to like be put in a cage and just like. Fuck through the bars or something like that. No, no, no. Then like, just like, I don't know, like, be with like a couple. It's like a couple that are there, and they only like take me out of the cage when they want to fuck me, and they put me back in the cage. Oh, so you have like a leash? Yeah. And then they like just treat me like an object, like a sex object. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is fire. This is a lot of information. (laughs) All that shit is mad interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a submissive. I am totally Oh, you're a sub, huh? Yes, I'm a sub. I literally cannot take initiative in any sexual situation. I don't think I really can either unless it's like sucking dick. I, I can never make the first move, ever. Oh, no, it's I like, always like, I, I do that. I cannot do that. I just you're not sub- a sub. No, I mean, I'm just sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I do. Then I let them tell me what to do. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so, wait, so would you guys ever deal with a dom? Totally. Like a real life dom. Or yeah. That like is a, my biggest okay. fantasy. You want to do? You want to be? You want to deal with the dom? Yes, one hundred percent. I would do man. both. Man, I'm not. Uh, I mean, I'm. I know a lot of. I know a lot of women who deal with women. No, I would not. Who? I'm not bi. I don't really think, but I would definitely want to fuck with like a dom woman, yeah. like just for fun. Oh. And see, the thing. The thing is that a dom woman doesn't necessarily have to be a butch woman. Right. Oh no no and no. See that's see that's like, like a, that's a bitch. misconception. Yeah, like a dom a, a dom can be. Bad as fuck is all I saw. I mean, I guess I am by if no, I say that. But, but I, but I really like, yeah. like Fifty Shades of Grey shit is like so weak. Like, ugh. like I want it to be like aggressive and like actually super into it. Like, I don't know. So you want to like be, you want to like have a couple of little bruises when you do. Oh yeah, I like getting bruises. Like sex bruises or victory I'm wounds. So much about <laughs> it's funny because like I never have sex ever. So. But you have somebody you're having sex with right now. Is he just not kinky? Uh, I don't have someone that I'm having sex with. I nope. have one person that I've had sex with. Oh, but you guys, once but you guys in aren't, the past like six months. Right, but you guys aren't currently having sex is what you're saying. You know what? That's a good question. If you're listening to this, are we having sex? Because we keep on hanging out. And you know what? I want to know if we're going to have sex because hey, I like bro, to have sex. Whip your dick out. Because <laughs> I'm not going to make a move and we've already had sex. And so. Okay. So this is Joyce throwing the pussy, my brother. 
Okay. I'm kind of over him, though. So gotcha. it's actually, yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I was just thinking about all the random sex I've had recently while you were saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I just see you like riding dick with your nose all like bloody and stuff. I'm just like, yo, like you're just, you're just thinking about the wrong stuff. <laughs> I've not, I've not rode any dick since my nose has been in this state. Okay. Yeah. But hey, whenever you smile, like you have those diamonds on your teeth, yeah. <laughs> you just look like a really like fresh vampire right now. Like, <laughs> nice. You just give me like a whole like, you got a, like a whole vibe right now. I know I could just keep hearing in my head ride the dick like a BMX. Whoa! Did anybody not what I do? Listen to Carter Five. I did when I was overseas. I, I, heard all of I only got one song in because Wi-Fi is hard to come by overseas sometimes. Right. And my stupid ass refused to put a plan on my phone because I was like, I'm sure there's Wi-Fi everywhere. It's probably like just in the air, and I'm not calling anybody. And I have iMessage, so all I need is Wi-Fi, and then. That was a lie. So oddly enough, I feel like I was communicating with you the entire time you were. Yeah, gone. I, yeah. I feel like the times that we talked, she there was never any lag. <laughs> no, seriously, I'd be like, Marissa, what the fuck happened? Marissa, what are you doing now? Right. She'd be like, Boop. No, I was always around. I got we had Wi-Fi on the bus, but it kept going in and out. Mm. And then we had Wi-Fi in the venues, but I kept physically going in and out of the venue. So it was just here, there, and then like when the concert's going, I can't play an al- an album like where right. listen to it. And then when I'm the bus. I didn't have headphones, so I'm not going to annoy the whole bus with my albums. So, needless to say, I only listened to one song overseas, which was Famous, which was a good start, I think. I like that record. How do you guys feel about it? That's the record with Ray Janae. I like that song. Um, I, I thought it was fine. I'm that's upset. How, Go ahead. Oh, that's. I feel like the whole album, like the way that I felt about it was, it's not a bad album at all. I enjoyed listening to the entire thing. I don't think it's a bad album and I don't think it's a great album, but it's still better than most albums that are coming out anyways. But the replay value for me is pretty minimal. Like, I don't think I'm going to go back and bump it in the car every day, but it was okay. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot better than I actually expected because, um, I mean, I hadn't heard a lot from it. I think I heard like four tracks and which aren't even all on it, which I'm pissed about. Do you have any to share with us today? Well, we'll get to that. But those were good. But from what he had been saying in like past interviews, he was saying he wasn't going to change any of it and it was done. And I was really thinking it was going to be a very outdated album if he did that, which I was nervous about. And then on top of that, all the stuff he's put out recently, which were really just mixtapes, so I guess you can't really compare, but none of them were really good. Like none of his past mixtapes since for me, D6, no, D5. Dedication 5. Yeah, since Dedication 5, that was that, that was what had fucked with me. You know, I got it and all that shit. On that it, was right? like three years ago. 2013. 2013? I thought it was 20- D5 was summer 2013. Okay. One with Chance the Rapper on it, right? I For some reason in my head, it came out like 2015. But... No, nope, 2013. Okay. Um, that was the last good one. And like Sorry for the Wait too. only had one good record, which was the This Is The Sorry For The Wait Till. And then every, everything. His last like, Fire CD was No Ceilings. His last Fire Mixtape was No Ceilings. Oh, nine? I don't. I'm not buying that. So, oh, what, what? 2015 was the other no ceilings. The one mm, that no. was trash. His last, like, when he was Wayne, Wayne, where he was like the Wayne that we all remember, was no ceilings. Every, after after no ceilings, he fell off, and nah. you know, not buying it. But, um, <coughs> so when I heard this album, I was very pleasantly surprised. It does have replay value a lot for me. It's the Wayne that I've loved. But when I was in a studio with him in 2014. 
there was this record that he recorded with Nicki Minaj that I was really hoping was going to be on it. And when I saw that track listing and it said Dark Side of the Moon, I'm like, funny, because they didn't say Dark Side of the Moon at all on that record, but I'm hoping that that's the record. And it was not the record. It didn't make it. I don't know if it just got too outdated. I don't know if maybe they didn't clear the sample. Because what is that song? It's like it's like a 90s song. I don't know who would know, but it's like, it never really mattered too much to me. Anyone? No. No? I, didn't, I was still in the go. womb. There you go. <laughs> no, hold on. I'm going to Google. Someone Google lyrics never really mattered too much to me. Lyrics never, never really mattered too much to me. What? Yeah. We'll get, why are they giving us looks? Yeah, because they, they go live after. <sighs> so we really got to wrap it up, huh? Oh, Sheila, ready for the world. Love you down. Love you down. Love you down, anyone? Nope. How about new? Okay. All right. Well, we're getting kicked out of this room. So what we're gonna do is, me and Franny are gonna hop on and continue this. Yes. On the thingy. So this is part one of this week's episode, and it's all gonna be merged together. So it doesn't really matter that I'm saying that this is part one, but you're not gonna hear Joyce or anyone else after this or sound effects. It's gonna be me and Franny on the thingy, and we'll holla at you because I don't want to get in trouble because I like the studio. Bye. Yo. Yo, what up? It's popping. So this is our part two. We're probably going to sound hella different from part one. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes you got to switch the game up on motherfuckers. I mean, like, there's a lot of songs like that, that like, it's one song, but there's two completely different songs in the one song. So right. this is like that song. Even Sickle Mode is like that, right? Ish. Sickle Mode, like, Sickle Mode throws you like a complete curveball because... You start the song and you're like, yes, this is going to be so tight. And then it switches on you and it's still tight. Then right. it switches on you again and it's like, gotcha, motherfuckers. You get the <laughs> tight shit at the end. Yeah, it's like a weird, interesting song. And I don't necessarily really care for Drake or Travis Scott, but I think I really like, what, Smalls? Oh, my God. But I think I really like that song. Mm-hmm. I think. When I was on tour for the thousand years I was on tour, um, they played it every day. So I'm kind of like into it now. Right, Smalls? Thank you. Um, but yeah, so when we got cut off last night, we were talking about Carter 5 and the track that I was upset that wasn't that didn't make it on there, which was, like I was saying, this Nicki Minaj and Wayne track that he played oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2014. And we established that it was like some 90s song that they sampled. And... Um, I was going to play it because I have the record and I've quoted it literally for the last four years on Twitter because Nikki had said Carter five in it. Like her lyrics were, it's the Carter five TCV. We birth in these rappers get the EPT. And when you see us, it's hats off. It's me and Wheezy like a bad cough. Um, but I feel like if I play it on here, I'm going to get in trouble. So. Yeah, definitely don't do that. <laughs> definitely don't recite any more of the bars because uh, they I mean, were pretty trash. No, it, it was cute. It, the way it went with the beat was really cute. And then the chorus comes in and it's the sample, Smalls, I am busy. And um, then like Wheezy's doing ad libs over the hook and he said, Jesus saves, I spend it. And I thought that was really cool too. All right. But yeah, you know, I'm just not really like a Nicki fan anymore. I mean, like, I, she's cool, but I just really feel like 
there's so many other good rappers out there that you can listen to, especially female rappers right now. Like, there's so many good female rappers. I just don't really have time for Nicki and her antics. Like, I'm just not tripping off her anymore. I completely agree. Like, it's turned me off to the point that, like, even a good verse I don't enjoy as much because yeah. I'm just so turned off by her. But conversely, well, not, I mean, like, kind of opposite. doesn't really have anything to do with her. But um, I just saw Saweetie's record with London on the track, The We Up Now. Yeah. It just hit like 21 on the Billboard Hot 100 or something like that. Yeah, no, it's been doing really good. Which is surprising because I don't think it's that good of a record. Is Do you like it? Is it me? Um, I mean, you know, it's not like... I'm starting to like it more just because I... I exactly like the 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 da, 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 we up now yeah you know down, like all that like yeah. you know it's 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 catchy so like I was I was in the car playing it and um and the person I was in the car with she was like going up to us I was like see so like you know I, sometimes I feel like us as creatives and as music people we're very hard on music yeah and yeah. and I feel like the the public. You know, the general public is is not as hard on music as we are. So I think it's a good record. Um I just feel know. like Sweetie has doesn't isn't saying like shit. That I think no, no, no. Sweet, Sweetie Sweetie can't like okay, so here's the thing. Like there's been this whole thing on Twitter going around where like she um, can't rap, but she's right. beautiful. But she's beautiful. So like literally everybody's reposting her freestyle and be like, Man, she fine as fuck. Nobody's talking about her rapping. Yeah, and so yeah. I think that I think that she understands, well, I hope that she understands that she's in a place where you're definitely more of a face than you are an artist. And swag you know I mean? though. It's her it's also and swag, her delivery yeah. because Everything. you know, like a pretty face, yeah. But if you're like rapping like a robot, we're all gonna be like, bitch. Just don't. Right. And so now, and so now you, you see like she started to kind of like, you know, put a little bit more influx in her voice. You know, she's trying to like kind of rap a little deeper than she did mm-hmm. on like Icy and stuff, you know. So I think that she's starting to kind of like listen back to like the little Kims of the worlds and the Foxy Browns and say, okay, what was working for them? Oh, they sound like niggas. Yeah. Okay. And she even called herself that on the song too, which was right. fire, which I thought was just a cool, cute little like. I don't know. I really found that very cute. Just the way she kind of referred herself like as almost like a man. You know what I mean? Like I right, right. And so, see, and that because most because most women that I that I notice who do very well in in music is they rap like men. Yeah. And it and it's very digestible for men to listen to it. It's not like the the Barbie, which even though Nikki talks about Barbies, she doesn't rap like a Barbie. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I'm happy that it, it's doing well for her because. She, yeah. she herself seems like a really dope person. So. Yeah, and so no, she is. She she's she's an amazing person. And the thing that I think about her is, is I think they're noticing. Okay, look, you know, we're not gonna try and like put out some crazy album. You know, that's just that's a critically acclaimed. Like, we just need singles. We just need singles. We need to keep you on the charts. We need to keep you moving around. You need to go do all the fashion stuff. You are a face. You should have twenty million followers in the next twenty four months. Yeah, for real. You know what I mean? And it won't be hard to do so. It's not. It's not going to be. Literally, it's like she's so beautiful, it like makes me angry. (laughs) Right. Like she's so pretty. Like it's just crazy. And I hate to, I'm not trying to like objectify her, but she's just really fucking gorgeous. Like it's, it's insane. Right, Smalls? Yeah, she's, she's fire. Yeah, she really is. And whatever. Swell and related rapper girl news. 
Joyce has on her thing that Cardi B is making a song with Meek Mill, or I think made. I think I did see that they made. The yeah, song I think it's already it's already done. So Joyce wants to know what is shit that your ex does that bugs the fuck out of you, breathes. Um, man, um, what are things that my ex does that bugs the shit out of me? Um, wants to like still be hella like tight. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'll be like, if we're gonna be hella tight, why don't we just be together? <laughs> it's like I damn near feel like Joe is my ex, the way that we're like forever tied. Right. And my thing with him is it's not even that the be hella tight, but it's like you always bring me up. And like they said they were talking about the the cartoon I put on fucking Instagram they're talking about on his last episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like for fucking what, dude? Like, let let me tell y'all something, right? Not you, obviously, for any you're a part of the process. But Joe was a hundred percent not the first person to invent cartoons for content. Like, that has been a thing since for fucking ever. Since Ebro in the morning, we were doing that when I was at Ebro in the morning. We were doing that when I was at Revolt. Both of those scenarios were before Joe did it for his podcast. These are worlds right. that I come from. And I wasn't even out like I don't I don't know what he does, but he probably puts the stuff on YouTube and does like little things from it. These are one minute Instagram clips that we're just doing for some social just to switch some shit up. And Mike's best friend that lives out here is a what do you call it? Oh, up and coming comedian. Okay. And he also does animation and shit like that. And he hit me, Hey Marissa, can I do some animation clips for your podcast? I'm like, Okay, Sean, that sounds cool. Here, start with this one because it's a very risque conversation and I wanted to mm-hmm. post the video on Instagram, but it's just, we're literally calling someone I fucked and my mom and dad and cousins all follow me. So if we animate it, it at least makes it a little more innocent. And that's right. what we started off with and it got good reaction. And then we did another one with the Guap Dad thing from last year. Right. And it's like, I have so many Joe people in my mentions, like you trying to be Joe to say like, no. And, and, and like, even if in a weird way I did it because he he did it, which I didn't, like, why does that make y'all angry? I'm trying to understand that because, you know, he he fired me, right? Like, I didn't, like, shit on him and ruin his life or anything and, like, trying right. to steal his swag now and, like, with an evil empire. Like, I don't understand why, how that upsets you people. Okay, well, let me, okay, so let me jump in because, you know, like, I, I I see this a lot. And so, mm-hmm. like, let's, let's, let's talk about E-40. Okay. Right. So, and, and this will all make sense once I finish it. But like, okay, so E40, like, uh... no, 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 watch, watch, watch. I'm gonna tell you. So E40 is the slang god, right? Every, sure. Everybody says that he's a slang god, but honestly, he's not. Okay. He gets all his slang from young niggas on the block. Okay. So when so what E40 does is is that E40 has a platform. So okay. when E40 comes and says, "Oh, you y'all hyphy." He didn't come up with the word hyphy. We were saying hyphy in Oakland five years before he even said it on a record. Okay. We was all all his little like nuanced sayings and all this kind of stuff, he gets from niggas in the street. And we all be said like 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 right now, like right now in Oakland, it's 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 everybody calls they all the little thug niggas call each other demon. They be okay. like, oh yeah, that's my demon, man. You know what I mean? He going crazy, man. I'm a demon. Like they all be saying I'm a demon. And so you, you'll notice that Detroit and Oakland are very clicked up right now. So like Detroit niggas say it now because they all listen to each other's music. 
Okay. Right. So if you so so if once E forty comes out and says my little demon go crazy, they're gonna be like, oh, he calling niggas demon. No, he not. It's the street niggas that's doing that, and he's just taking it and putting it out to the world. So Joe, in a, in a in in the same breath, he wasn't the first nigga to make cartoons. He's just the one that's taking it and putting it out to the world. So people think that he's doing it first. So then they feel like, oh, well, it's his. No, it ain't his. It's hella people doing animated comics. Y'all just have an issue because we doing it too. I don't give a fuck about Joe or what he's over there doing on his podcast. We're doing what works for us. And so you can't you can't worry about it because I remember we used to get mad because, you know, like when when people would take our slang you know, like for Sheezy or for show, like all this, like we were saying all that stuff when I was in high school and you know what I'm saying? And like now people say it everywhere and, 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 and we don't really get credit for it. Like, you know what I mean? But it's not, but it's not about, it's not about that. It's about just doing what works for you. So my thing is, is I'm telling you, don't worry about what people are saying because we're doing what works for us. Joe right. wasn't the first person to do anything. So he doesn't have claim to anything and his fans can shut the fuck up. They really can. And like the first cartoon I was like responding and arguing with everybody and just like you know like it was it was less about like I don't really know what I'm trying to say here like I I wanted to be transparent like no I'm really not it has it it truly could have anything less to do with Joe like I fucking wanted to give my friend a platform because then they're like this is trash you should have got his animators I'm like yo I wasn't looking for an animator like someone asked to animate it and I said let's do it bro like it was so simple and then you called me and you were like, yo, stop giving them the attention they're looking for or like turn them into a fan, either or. Don't don't argue with these people. So then the next one, um, I, I think I posted, oh, when I was in Germany or no, I was never in Germany. When I was in Europe <laughs> and um, if they came with like a super negative comment, I just automatically block them. Mm-hmm. And I found a lot of people that didn't follow me were like coming to my page to comment on the cartoon. It was really bizarre because I would go to their page to see. Mm-hmm. And then I would kind of let the, the negative comments marinate for a second too to see who would like them. Like that's how petty I was getting. And if like random people like them, I'd block those people too. <laughs> right. But if they if they made like a semi-productive comment but still related it to Joe somehow... I would just respond and say like, well, thank you for watching, but I wanted to give my friend an opportunity. Have a great day. Like little shit. Like right. that. But that was right. only like two people that I was calm enough to say that for. Right. <laughs> Everyone right. else got blocked, but I'm trying, I'm trying to be. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, you know, people are, man, everybody's going to have something to say. And I mean, obviously he still has something to say, you know what I mean? And he can do it. And he can, he can do it in his little weird little way, but guess what, my nigga? You're watching us. You're listening. You're you're tuned in. So mm-hmm. I could care. So you can you can you can think or talk about whatever you want. But you're tuned in, bro. Yes, I'm talking to you, Joe. You're tuned in. So in that in, in that little mind of yours, you have to now deal with that because I know for a fact you're coming here and you're listening to this every week. So when you do that, understand that we don't give a fuck what you're doing, bro. Nice. And this is from me. This is me saying this. This has nothing to do with Marissa. This is me, the nigga that walked up to you in the strip club and you barely would even shake his hand. That Scotty, that that, that Scotty introduced you to. See, I don't, I don't fuck with shit like that. So when you're while you're listening to this, understand that we don't give a fuck about you, bro. Period. Next. Well, next is the fact that a lot of people hit us up for relationship advice this right, week. Right, you feel me? <laughs> um, I asked two weeks ago 
for no la- I asked last week for our episode and then I, we ended up obviously not having an episode because I was world touring um or girls touring who knows um so now we have all these things and Joyce put them in like a weird way but right. <laughs> I guess let's just do it on making the first move in dating what are the best ways for strangers to meet a woman become not a stranger and ways for him to transition to a relationship I guess that's saying like how to approach a girl right for me, I guess, so you could tell your tactics. For me, I'm like an anomaly. I don't know. I don't respond to DMs. But also, if you approach me and you're awkward or, like, too aggressive, I won't give in to you either. Right. You kind of have to, like, I guess approach me with, like, a joke. Maybe, yeah. I would say a joke. That's my answer. Um, I think that you should always just kind of be yourself. Um, I think a lot of times we try to put these like false projections of ourselves. Like, like, okay, so here's the thing. Like if you got a, if you meet a girl out, right. And let's say you're, you're going to, you want to go talk to her. Like just come up with something funny to say, you know what I mean? Like, just do something to break the ice. Like it doesn't have to be sexual. Like it could just be like, you know, anything Like you can, you can literally say anything and it should be funny. Maybe crack a joke on her friend that she's with, you know what I mean? Buy them a drink. Like, you know, it's like, it's, I feel like people try to make things so difficult and so stressful when it's like, really people just want to have a good time. They want to be cool. They want to meet good people. Like there's women that I literally will meet and we'll just kick it all night. I won't ask for her number or nothing. And then she'll end up being like, yo, you didn't even ask for my number. I'm like, oh, my bad. What's up? Word. Because we just literally was kicking it all night and we was hella cool. And like, or, you know, or I'll add her on Instagram and then like, you know, and then eventually I'll slide in those DMs later on and be a creep. Hello. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that really is how you do it though. Humor is a hundred percent like the way. And when, when you're not pressed, that's when we're definitely interested in like. Right. Cause I was even trying to coach my 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 friend before, cause he was like, "Yo, I'm really trying to like kick it with her." It was like this high profile bitch too, and I'm like, "All right, well, the way smalls, the way that you get it is like, don't be pressed, like kick it with her hella right. times, and don't even try to like do nothing with her. Don't and even. don't talk about yourself all day, like yes, for like real. nobody cares, bro. Like she went to work. Mike just walked in. Hey, oh. Mike, on the podcast that you're, uh, hello, you, that you're not on anymore. Yeah, we're recording right now. Yeah. Hello, podcast. <laughs> <Can> you- <laughs> uh, yeah, I hear him. <laughs> um, how to turn the woman you think is attractive at the grocery store into your date in 10 minutes or less. That basically just gave the answer. Um, I would, okay, so if that was me, then I would, if I already had stuff in my basket, then I would take some of the stuff out. Mm-hmm. And I'd go back and get it later, right? And then I would obviously go ask her to help me find something. Ooh. But but I would have her ask me to help me find something for someone else, like a another girl, like, a, like another girl. Why? Because women don't want men who aren't already wanted. No, I don't want to help you find something for another girl. 
I that okay. So like, so if I was if I was in the store and I'm like, hey, can you help me find? No, I'm cooking dinner tonight. You know, I got a friend coming over. I wouldn't necessarily say it was my girlfriend or anything like that, but I'd be like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like my friend's coming over. I'm cooking dinner. You know, I'm just trying. Like, what do you think I should cook? Do you think I should like make chicken or beef? And then I'm telling you, it turns into a whole. It ends up turning into a whole grocery store date. Okay. Just asking, just asking hella questions. Okay. I could deal with that. Um, That's what I would do. My my thing goes right back to humor again. That's all I got. Five great first moves for men that most women should recognize. Um. Wow. Like, is this is is this predate or? Or like, is this, is this before? Know. Like, have we not met each other? Are we dating already? Or not dating already? But like, is this like I see you out in the world and then I'm making a move? Is that what this is? Uh, I feel like these are all the same questions. They really are. Um, yeah, go, yeah, go to something different. Okay, we're gonna come, we're gonna come back to you. Five First- steps. Personal experience, stories of when both parties put all their cards on the table and it still didn't work out. Mm. Um, Okay, so my personal story was... um, Wow. So, okay, so my ex... This is like a while ago, probably like maybe like five, six years ago. Um, so I actually caught her cheating. Nice. All right. With what, a close homeboy of mine. <coughs> uh-huh. So, you know, obviously, you know, and it's it's so easy to say. It's so easy to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, as soon as she cheats, I'm gone. Fuck her. Bye. Like it's easy to say that, but when you're in love with somebody and and you know you guys are like you know we're living together we're you know are literally everything that we do is like together like this is like my best friend like you know it's it's all these things that it's, it's tricky yeah it is you know what I'm saying it's tricky it's not just this open and shut thing that you can just walk away from so so she she cheated I caught her um, it wasn't like I didn't catch her in the act I just you know like. I was being nosy and seeing this nigga name pop up on her phone. And I was like, yo, like, what's up with that? And then I went to the message and it was all right there. So, um, and you know, she, she tried to play it off and act like, oh, nah, you know, we didn't do anything. It just, we, we had just started like kind of just flirting. And I'm like, yo, I know him. Like, he's not even going to text you if he's not fucking. And you know, I, I know the type of nigga he is. So, um, so she came clean, said, yeah, okay. Yeah. We had sex once and blah, 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 blah. And so, um, Obviously, when you go through something like that with with the person you're with, you know, you go through these stages of, you know, you're questioning yourself, you're questioning her, you know, you you have these moments of, of like, why am I not enough? Why are you walking outside of the relationship? You know, all this type of shit, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, we we tried to make it work after that. Which which wasn't really a great idea, but we but we did, and I think we were we were together probably almost five or six months after that because honestly i was doing my thing too she didn't know that but oh. you know like so I, I so even though but she never caught me you know what i'm saying you didn't yeah. catch me so you know what i mean so um so we tried to like 
put everything on the table. We we talked about everything. We said, look, we're gonna we're gonna both we're gonna give a clean slate. We both have not been in the relationship the way we should have, and we're going to try to like figure this out. But that shit didn't work. I never trusted her. I never really wanted to be around her after that. Like it was always like just like some fucked up shit. Like you know, it was like we were just doing it. We were just going through the motions because. Yeah. We were just going through the motions, and it and it was whack. And so, like for me, if if it's not there and both parties aren't invested, then it's pointless. And fuck all that putting all that shit on the table. Leave. I don't think I've ever had anything where we put it all on the table and it just didn't work. Right. I've. It's just. Yeah. My dating life's different. Because <laughs> you know what? Because it has to be such a mutual thing. Because yeah. like when you put when you put everything on the table, both parties have to be on equal footing. Like they both have to want it to work for it to work. Because if one person is not in it the way that the other person is, it's always gonna topple over. For sure, always gonna be a fucking imbalance. Yeah, always. <sighs> Fuck relationships. Um, someone said I live at home with parents and family because rent's financially a waste of money. How do you show women that you're financially straight with a 750 credit score, 50k in the bank, compounding interest, no debt, etc., in order to attract the right kind of woman? I mean, I'm all about dressing for the part. So dress like you're successful, and hopefully you'll attract other like-minded women i don't know i don't i don't see anything wrong with you living at home to save up for the home, your dream home which i assume is what this is about right um it's not like you're just living at home to mooch off your parents and you're a bum that's a whole different conversation but if you're living at home with an actual game plan of saving at which you are literally nothing wrong with that and i think it's really all about in your presentation but also don't be a total flashy douche because then you're going to attract gold diggers well i think it, it, well one age it would really be a, a great context here because it definitely depends on how old you are i mean i don't i get that rent is um you know pointless well it's stupid you know but it's like if you're over the age of 30 then i, I don't think as a man you should be living at home with your parents i, I don't um I think that, you know, if you're in school and you're trying to save to buy your first home and you're in your 20s, then, okay, I got it. But, like, at a certain point, you do need to go out and and show that, you know, you have an independent style of living. Because most women, they do, they look at that. You know, like, how can you be a provider if you are not even providing for yourself? That's true, too. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah. and I know that, I know it's like, well, I got all this money in the bank. And that's cool. But, like you haven't proven to me that you can actually have that much money in the bank while living on your own. I'd have all the, I'd have all kind of money if I was living with my parents. Right. Shit. I'd but, be decked in Louis Vuitton. Like, right. Like it, it would be everything. nothing. You know? So, so my thing is, 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 um, I think that one, it depends on the type of woman that you deal with. Cause right. Uh, the right, the right woman is, is not going to care. Mm. Um, the right woman is also going to want you to to go after the things that you're going after as far as like owning a home and, and she's gonna want to own it with you she's gonna be like oh shit i'm on the same shit well you know what, what we doing you know what i mean and so um so i think it just depends on the, the type of woman that that you're that you're wanting to attract you know what i mean and, yeah. but i do think that if you're you're over the age of 30 if you're you know in your in your 30s i definitely think either either you need to go pull the trigger and buy that house or you need to move the fuck out of your parents house i think i couldn't agree to an extent it is a little like 
I just want to see that you're capable of doing being on your own type of thing. Right. But you could also live with your parents and be completely on your own. Like you, there might be like you might it might be like a I forget what they're called, but like you have your own kitchen and all that shit in your little Right. They have like a like a little back house, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So I get that. I mean, it depends. There's always so many different scenarios. It's a very case by case, I guess. Right, because it also it it also depends on if he's been living there since forever, or right. if he just he just moved back and he's like, "Yo, I'm saving, uh, you know, I'm I want to get a hundred thousand before I buy this house, and I'm I'm, I'm at fifty, I'm saving another fifty this year, like, you know, all that stuff. Right. It's just a lot of context that goes into it. I like this question. I've heard you want talk about wanting to get married, but do you, why do you want to? Not in a rude way. I'm just curious as to why it's important to you and what it means to you and the rest of the crew. For me, I'm like hella traditional while also being like completely not traditional (laughs) but in that sense marriage to me is like I don't know just like a beautiful showmanship of our love and of your devotion to me type of thing and vice versa and it's also an important business agreement too like there it's just one of those things where like literally for health insurance purposes and children and things of that nature it's Mm -hmm. legitimately makes sense um so that's why i want to get married i mean i'm more obviously for love but i don't know i just feel like i see i don't don't feel marriage is about love i think it i i i do but i get what you're about to say (laughs) well okay so well okay here's my thing my parents are still together okay Okay, so i had i yeah they're married i have this like i have this really great example of you know marriage and and companionship and all this right so marriage and especially nowadays i feel like marriage is very very intimidating Mm -hmm. because you know you're supposed to do better than your parents facts that's always the 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 thing that is supposed to happen your kids are supposed to do better than you they're supposed to take the family to new heights and you know and my parents are good like they're they're married they they own a home they're like you know they're chilling i'm like my mom is like yo what's going on so you know so um I definitely think that I, I want to get married. I do. I want to do it the right way. Like I want to get married. I want to have a family, um, because that that is an innate part of who I am is is wanting to do these things that I'm doing to further my career mm-hmm. to take care of my family. Right. Like that's literally my end game. Yeah. You know what I mean, so so marriage is something that I do want to do and embark on, and I don't want to do it hella times. Like I'm like, look. And honestly, the next person I deal with, I'm hoping is going to be that person. I'm hoping that's going to be my plus one. Me too, because I'm really looking like I don't. Yeah, like, I don't know how I can even survive like a serious relationship and then the consequential breakup after. Like I, yeah, I don't want to do that. I could like, deal I with it at this at this point. I'm too sensitive. Mm-hmm. Although I do start um, uh, therapy on Monday, which I'm very excited about. Like super right. excited. So I know I'm going to just be like an all around greater person and maybe stronger. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't, I just don't think I could handle a breakup. Yeah, and I'm just I'm seeing I'm seeing all the homies is getting engaged and Same. having babies and you know what I mean. And so I'm not I don't like feel any pressure, but I'm definitely like at that point where I'm like, yo, this is I'm definitely not like about playing games. I'm like I don't want to hell a date. I don't want to like be taking hell of different bitches out to fucking Mastros and shit. Like I'm that's just that's just me spending a bunch of money for no reason. Like I literally right. just want to like meet the person who I'm gonna deal with and then just you know start start building like i'm not really trying to like fuck hella hoes and shit like i really be chilling so that's marriage is definitely like a goal for me 
This person wants to know, I love this question. Should I feel bad for no longer talking to somebody because they can't take dick? She was hella chill and probably my type. I'm 6'3 and she's hella short and she can't really handle deep strokes like that. Am I wrong to end it? Uh, Nah, bruh, because sex is important. And if that is sex you enjoy and it's just not going well, I don't I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah well, okay so well obviously sex is definitely a big part but i definitely think that you know if you're if you're saying she can't take dick and i mean you need to like slow down and get her used to it and you know what i mean like I, I, every bitch that can take dick didn't wasn't always able to take dick mm-hmm. they all had to start somewhere they all had to like you know, kind of go for it a little bit. Like, I'll be honest, like, you know, I had a girl who didn't really give head all that great. And I was like, yeah, your head sucks. But then, <laughs> you know, we worked on it. You know, we talked and, you know, she, and, you know, she ended up giving great head after that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like if, if you're, if you're willing to leave her because you can't put your dick in three more inches, then that means you don't really fuck with her. In the first place. So, the, yeah, you should leave. Like, right. if it's just, if literally, if the only reason that you want to leave is the sex, yeah, you should cut. Because there's a lot of other bitches with good pussy out there. Ooh. Yeah, that's how I feel. All right, I like your, yeah, teach her a little bit and then. Yeah, like, and if it's still, if it's still whack, then all right, yeah, bounce. All right, so someone just, uh, we're going to do this the last one. Someone just hit me on Twitter with it. He asked, can he, um, Asked me a question, whatever. So he emailed it to us. Uh-huh. It's pretty. Oof. So basically, I've been in a relationship with someone for the better part of five years. We have three beautiful children in the beginning. Um, I was not faithful and I've been neglectful. I can admit my wrongdoings. My significant other decided a few months back to call it quits. After a month apart, I told her I would change and be the man she wants to marry. In September, we got back and everything was going well, at least I thought. Come to find out, she's been spending time with another man that she claims is platonic, but he's been in our home in our bedroom multiple times. I can't not come to believe that nothing's happened. So me being in my feelings and and thoughts, I go through her phone and I see messages implying things. Um, I confronted her, but she continues to deny everything. How does one move on and not question things? I say it is evidence. She says it's all speculation. I've included the screenshots of what I found from my Gmail. What are your thoughts? And then the next email is screenshots. Um, I don't know who's who, but I, I guess this is the girl saying, we worked together five years ago and Rob been tripping, saying he never wants to marry me, that his happiness was more important than mine. And the person said, what the fuck, why? And then she said, so a month ago I left. Then the guy said, when was this? Then she said, and messed with D. Oh, she must be talking to a friend. And then the friend said, wait, y'all still broken up? And then the girl said, Rob and I just started talking again four days ago. And the friend laughed. And then she sent a picture of the guy and said, I left Rob for him for a month, LMAO. And then the dude, her friend said, now this, oh no, oh my God, this is, oh, she said now trying to marry you all of a sudden get you pregnant he can eat glass he didn't know i was secretly on birth control he trying to trap a bitch my friend d how do you know him we work together oh okay so she worked with this guy and he was trying to get her pregnant apparently but she's saying it was a lie she was telling she's telling her man that 
they didn't fuck. I mean, y'all was broken up. So what? So they so they actually were broken up. I mean, for like four months, but she she probably like started messing with him and maybe is like still messaging i mean still messing with him right. while she's back with her man because she's probably keeping him on the side as a just in case because she don't really know if you're all in all in yeah but you can't do that like then go back go be with that nigga nah i ain't fucking with that so i okay so if if we break up mm-hmm. then and something happens then okay like we can we can talk through that we can we can walk through that it's it's okay i got it but as soon as we make the decision to say okay look we're going to enter back into this marriage mm-hmm. and we're going to you know you're going to be my person i'm going to be your person ain't no more of that other shit right because the problem is is that women cheat emotionally Facts. so if you're still emotionally connected to this man over here then we're not in this in, like is this is pointless and I, I got a, I got a homegirl who who I be telling she's like why can't I find a man I'm like because you have too many options mm. and you never and you never you never allow yourself to actually fuck with one person and make him your only option because when that's your only option you're gonna work it out you're gonna make it work you're gonna it's, you're not just gonna like be willing to just be like oh, all right fuck that nigga mm. nah like this this is this is who like. This is my person. You know what I mean? Because when you have somebody else you can call all the time, it does. It makes it makes everybody expendable. I don't have that many options and I still can't find a man. <laughs> nah, but you got options. Yeah, but Stop playing. they're all like dick options. Like I don't have a man option. So, and once again, st- like once again, these are all things that lead to you making a person that you want to deal with expendable. Because so like, like this, you're talking to a guy, you're not having sex with him. You like him, but you know, you're like, all right, well, I'm not gonna like cut off any of my other people. The first time that he irritates you, you're gonna be like, bye, and you're gonna call one of your other dudes. Word. But if you didn't have any of those other dudes there when he irritated you, even though you may have to take a minute, you're gonna go back to him because he's the person that you go to for companionship, for dick, for everything. This is your person. Mm. So, so like p- post irritation, we all get irritated. But like when you have all these options, then it's like literally I'm like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, you irritated me. All right, bye. Yeah, Jerome, what's up? Yeah, uh, where you at? Like it's, <laughs> you now you over here. Like you know what I mean? And so it's like at a certain point you have to remove those options. Yeah, I wonder if I will when I get in a relationship. No, I think I will. I'm You're gonna not be- gonna get into one until you remove them. I'm telling you, I have to remove everything and then find That's someone. Not- I'm, you're gonna, you know, what's crazy is that you're gonna come back and you're gonna be like, we're gonna be on the podcast in like, I don't know who knows how long, and you're gonna be like, you know what, friend, you were right. I, I'm not gonna get a nigga until I remove all these, all this other shit over here. I don't even have options. Like, not who am I even fucking right now? I'm not, but see, that's what I'm saying. You only see options as people you're fucking. I don't agree with that. Options can be someone that you like and that you're talking to and and that you I don't have a have connection that. with. I have no I'm connection not, I'm with not anyone. Saying, okay, I'm not. I'm not saying that you do. I'm just saying that when you decide to fuck with somebody, when you decide to like somebody, Marissa, mm-hmm. you should just focus on that one person. You should just try it. I tried that earlier this year with Slim and that shit Bruh, went to trash. That's not man, that whole that whole shit with him is fucked up. Yeah, it is. So that's also true. like trying to rehash that is stupid. Yeah. 
you need fresh energy, a fresh person, someone who isn't like judging you off the past five years, someone that isn't like already hella jaded about you. Like you need somebody that's just walking in the room and is a fresh face. Oh God, I can't wait to look at somebody like I looked at him. I'm going to find them soon. One day. Right. But you can't like, you know what I mean? But you can't like be like, all right, yeah, I do like him, but I'm going to go bounce over to, to you know, Miami. New York and- yeah, yeah, like you can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. I'm telling you. You got to be like, yo, speaking, no, I'm staying here. Speaking of Miami, he hit me the day that uh, I was going to, I was leaving to Europe. No, the night before. And then I was like, mm-hmm. fuck, do I go to Miami or do I go to Europe? But this dumb fuck, like. He hit me and he was like, I can get you out here in the morning, but I got to send you back at night because I have to leave town too. And he was leaving town to LA. Like, why wouldn't he just see me in LA instead of putting me on airplanes? Like, he's so stupid. Anyway, I didn't see him. But now I'm just like waiting for my lips to heal because I'm ready to get back in the saddle. And I can't do right. anything with fucked up lips. But also, I got my period a week early because apparently international travel like fucks your whole body up. So, oh, wow. So now I'm like uh, bleeding and my lip is still fat. So, And as we were talking just now, the scab fell off of my nose. So now mm-hmm. I'm down to just like the mark, which is cool because it's obviously just pink paws. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's going to be easier to cover. And we're in the healing stages. Nice. pretty exciting and this it was pretty quick too no that's really quick honestly because what is today thursday mm-hmm. and i mean we got to take into effect or account rather that they're nine hours ahead but i mean if it's thursday morning right now it would have been thursday night there so it was like i think it was friday night so six days it's only been six days and the whole scab already fell off and pretty good it's just my fucking my teeth must have went into my bottom lip so hard because that like i like i said yesterday i think like that's what hurts the most my nose literally doesn't even hurt anymore i mean unless i like really press on it but Mm. my lips hurt so fucking bad like there's just so much cuts inside my mouth from where my teeth went into my uh my lips like (sighs) good times you know man it's, it's, it's a story for the books that's for sure, for sure. and um shout out to my homegirl stacy because she's gonna be doing my makeup for the slut walk this weekend and so i will be covered and slut walk's going down on saturday in i want to say it's, is it called pershing square in la oh yeah downtown yeah downtown la um not sure the hours but you can find it on amber rose's instagram and we're all going to be out there marching for good causes are you going to be doing something i mean i'm going to just be with amber and dress like a whore mm. but uh yeah and uh, we're going to walk and talk and walk it like we talk it. I was talking to, um, God, I now I'm self-conscious because Sue told me I was saying her name wrong. Ariella? Is that how you're supposed to say it? Which one? Our Fashion Nova homegirl. Oh, Ariel. 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 But not, not, mm-hmm. not Ariella. No, just Ariel. Ariel. Okay. Ariel. I was calling her Ariella and... No. And she was letting me. That's embarrassing. It's Ariel. <laughs> okay. Ariel like, said- Like, like little, little, no, no, Little Mermaid. Got it. She said she's going to yeah. be there. So that's cool too. 
Joyce is going to come with me. Uh, Yeah, should be a good little day. Nice. And yeah, so I guess I think the I think the slut walk is going to be like just super popping. I mean, obviously I'm not going, but like it's uh, I don't know. It it just seems like the energy this year just seems like. I feel like last year people were really, really learning about it and they really get got to see it. So I feel like this year is going to be like booming. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Amber has done a really good job of making sure the message is clear and it's not about just like, I want to just dress like whatever to be provocative. It has like, it, it's so not about that. And it's legitimately about like men should not police women's bodies and what we wear should not be the reason why we got raped and and things of that nature and we should be teaching our boys not to rape women not teaching our girls that we shouldn't dress like this so we don't get raped you know so um that's what this is really about so and and proceeds go to benefit um different organizations sexual assault survivors and all different things like that so it's just it's it's a really great cause and um, the tickets are free but there's a GoFundMe if you would like to donate. And then, the, like I said, the proceeds go to all that. And that's also a very expensive event to put on, obviously. Um, so, yeah. So, I love good causes. And uh, let's do it. I hope to see all of you ladies and guys there on Saturday. Man, right? Should be popping. What, um, it's only Saturday, right? It's... Yeah, just Saturday. It's, like, okay. brief, too. The walk itself is probably... I want to say two hours, the, like the whole thing. I mean, there's a concert too. I don't remember the the walk. Oh yeah, because Lil, Lil Uzi's performing, right? Yep, and Saweetie. Yeah, I think that's gonna like make it so the young people come out. That's that was a very smart move on their part, for sure. Because I mean, but you should have to take part in the slut walk to see the concert. I hope. Um, I do not know how it goes, but possibly. Like you should like walking in the slut walk. You should get a wristband for the concert. Yeah, hopefully it works like that. Because you shouldn't reward people for just coming and going to the concert. Like, no, but it, like again, whole. like just to reiterate, guys and girls, it's not a very long walk, so please don't be deterred. Like, I don't want to walk in the heat. It's it's a very short walk, very very short. <laughs> it's literally just about the cause and the statement. So exactly, feel free to come and walk. It's probably like two blocks like it's literally like it's really not a lot <laughs> right no that's tight that's yeah. tight um what time what time are you guys going i have no idea i'm probably gonna go by amber's later and figure all that out gotcha, gotcha. yeah gotcha. so all right. and then next week we'll recap that on our show all right tell amber to stop by <coughs> sorry i just coughed in everyone's ear because i don't know how to not do that on these headphones Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will tell Amber to stop. I don't know. Next week, I think we have India Love, though, if I'm not mistaken. So that's tight. Yeah, yeah. I need to ask her some super questions. Oh, don't be creepy. My, my first question is gonna be: Are your breasts real? Is her breasts are real? She's had them since she was like a prepubescent I don't, teen. I don't know. I have to ask. Oh, you're so creepy. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, y'all, I'll holla. M e i a podcast at gmail dot com if you would like to also ask questions like my man there. I hope we. Did we even really answer that question? No, we answered we answered questions. You know, we just yeah, like oh, you know what? Okay, answer to that guy's question. If your wife is not, if she's still texting that dude, man, dip on your wife, bro. Like, and go get you go get you somebody that you can text. Or just keep it a hundred with her and tell her right. you're, you're gonna do that if 
Right. Yeah, I don't and have an open that. relationship. Open relationship. That's cool, too. Yeah. Coming to the 21st century. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm just saying. Uh, tune in Dash Radio, Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Wednesdays. Time. No, Tuesday nights. It airs Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Oh, and okay. Saturdays at 8 p.m. Come on, friend. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Marissa Explains and uh, at at Superfriend with three N's. Holla at your boy. And Taylor, we love you and we miss you already. Right. Bye, y'all. Miss you, bro.